0: Three, two,
1: two
0: one. one, Outcast. Flowers. Outcast? Uh-huh. Okay. Did you see what I called the episode? It should be I know you like to think your stuff don't stink. What does that mean? It's the song that goes I know you like to think your mm, don't stink, but lean a little bit closer, see. Roses really smell like poo-poo-poo. Which is by outcast called roses. I don't know that. You've probably heard it. Okay. But it's an outcast song called Roses. Uh Oh. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anyway, chai there. there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. Hey, Julia. Hey, Allie. Are you ready to stop and smell the roses? Yes. All right, let's go. Where are they? Um they're in a bag in my kitchen. Oh, okay,
1: I'll be there in a minute. Sounds good. Give me 2 hours and 3 minutes. All right. <laughs>
0: In uh, celebration of Valentine's Day being tomorrow, when this episode comes out, mm-hmm. I think I think this is coming out on the thirteenth. So th- the next day will be Valentine's Day. We are talking about roses. Oh, that yeah. sounds wonderful! <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. Uh,
1: yes, Valentine's Day is on a Monday, so this comes out cool. the thirteenth. Perfect. <laughs> I was enthusiastic, just slowly while I read numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, how you brewing? I'm brewing pretty good. Um, leading up to Christmas, I had picked up a new skill that yeah. I'm very excited to expand on. Um, I ended up getting a starter kit on embroidery um, to learn how to embroider and uh, made it your Christmas present.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it is currently on my wall.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. So I, that took me. Um, I think I started it in November. So mm-hmm. most of November and all of December. Nice. Um, so a solid two months to get that done. Mostly because I forgot to bring the thread with me to Louisiana to finish it.
0: It's also very detailed, though, for like a first pass at embroidery stuff.
1: Oh, thanks. It I tried really great. hard.
0: It looks so nice.
1: But it turns out I really enjoy the concept. Uh, it's very mind-numbing, mm-hmm. which means my brain can just shut off while I go up, down, up, down, up, <laughs> down, as I do passes for like satin stitches. But mm-hmm. it's just so nice. There's no counting like in crochet. Like I love crocheting. We have uh-huh. to keep counting, and I'm really bad at counting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all good.
1: So I found something where I don't have to count. <laughs> nice. But I do stab myself frequently.
0: Yeah, that happens. I do that when I crochet, too, so. Oh, okay. That's yeah, fine. Ooh, bigger hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant more like assembling things, but yeah. Oh,
1: that's true. I forgot you have to use a needle to sew things for crochet, too. Mm-hmm. I forgot. But other than that, I have been slowly working on perfecting that
0: skill. Nice. Have you started any new projects yet? No. <laughs> do you have an idea for a new project you want to do?
1: Yes, I do. I have another hoop and I am gonna. I just need to get some cloth. Mm. So I'm either going to get a new um, kit that has a design on it already, mm-hmm. or I'm going to trace out a new design on my own cloth.
0: Nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. You can make like an avatar embroidery hoop. Ooh, I would love to do
1: that. hmm
0: Or you can make a Toulouse.
1: <gasps> oh, that would require me being good at drawing cats. You can make him like a super cartoony one. Maybe just a the very head. cutesy one. Yeah. I could do just the head. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. But uh I'm
0: doing I'm brewing pretty good. Nice. How are you brewing? I am also brewing pretty good. I um I also have a, it's not a new hobby, but it's a hobby I'm getting back into for 2022, mm-hmm. and that is reading, including Ooh. audiobooks. Ooh. So I now have that bookmark that I showed you that has, uh, it has 25 little books on it, mm-hmm. and every time I finish a book, I've been adding one. So technically, I started like December 6th with that, mm-hmm. and I already have three books on it, which is pretty good for me, considering the holidays were very busy. Yeah, you have been extremely busy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My goal is to read fifty books by the end of the year. We're gonna see if it if I can do it. I will be so proud of you. I
1: I um I need to come up with a reward if you do that. I will get you. I'll renew your membership for Barnes and Noble next year. <gasps> really? Yes. Okay. It's on. If you with finish... audiobooks
0: included is what I'm doing. But yes, of course. Make it okay.
1: No, no. If you finish fifty books this year. Per your little bookmark, uh huh. I will get your next Barnes and Noble membership. Okay, deal. If
0: you do a super cute Toulouse <laughs> and you like him, then I will pay you for one the supplies for Toulouse and two for the supplies and the work to make me a Chadwick one. Oh
1: my gosh! Okay. Oh my god, that'd be my first commissioned artwork ever. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> deal. Free to do it.
0: 2022 2022 goals Mm -hmm. plus um you and i sometime soon because it's only january 8th when we're recording are going Mm -hmm. to be having a 2022 plans uh meeting for the podcast yes some new things so i'm very excited excited for that
1: i can't wait to discuss all the new ideas Uh uh-huh uh-huh and then
0: to make them happen yes
1: 2022 Mm -hmm. the year of cream and sugar
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> and the guinea pigs, and the guinea pig, always the guinea pigs, always the guinea pigs. We're just taking out the uh, original Chinese calendar, and it's all guinea pigs.
1: Yeah, You're we should get pig. in touch with them, see what they think.
0: <laughs> yeah, with them.
1: Yeah, you know, all of China. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, any hootle? Any hootles? The quick fire question of the day. Uh huh. What is the best Valentine's Day present you have ever gotten?
1: Ah, oh, that is really, really tough.
0: I did not prepare you for this question, so Sorry. I
1: think it would be last year's Valentine's Day present from Mike. Uh-huh. um he cooked me a three course meal Ooh. um, got really fancy, bought me one of those uh wood candles, like the woodwick, yeah, and we had a really, really nice dinner for Valentine's Day. Uh um, nice. he made me a What are those little uh bread things that you put stuff on top of? Bruschetta? Br- bruschetta.
0: Bruschetta, that's it. He
1: made me a homemade bruschetta with peaches mm. and basil and it, it was like this sweet savory combination that was you could eat it with a spoon. It was so freaking yeah. good. Mm. And then the main course, I think, was some really nice steaks, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. uh-huh, like butter basted with rosemary, like the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think he made a dessert too. I can't remember. it was it was so good. I put on my prom dress from high school. <laughs> <laughs> I never get to wear it. Uh-huh. Um, so I looked really pretty. Uh, I even curled my hair. Oh, awesome. it kind of worked. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was probably one of my favorite Valentine's Day presents.
0: That sounds like a solid Valentine's Day. It was. I think we just watched a movie afterwards or something. Yeah. I don't remember. The food Oops. was what was important, and the all food the effort was that went very into the important.
1: Food. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he worked very hard on it. He locked me in the room and said, "All right, I got to cook." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Okay." I'm going to get ready. Uh Uh-huh. What about you? What was your favorite Valentine's present you've gotten?
0: So um, one of my favorite Valentine's Day presents from, it was from my high school boyfriend. Oh. I don't know if you know that this was a Valentine's Day present, but. Actually, I think I know exactly what. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's got to be the tardigrade. (laughs) It's a little stuffed tardigrade. The brand is Giant Microbes, and it says Water Bear on the tag. Oh. But he is blue and he has these cute little eyes mm-hmm. and he has his little eight legs and they have little tolio things sticking out. And he is also the perfect size for hand holding. It's really impressive. It's like mm-hmm. the perfect stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. So he is a very good stressor to just hold. I'm no longer with that boyfriend, but I'm keeping this guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Solid. Yeah. I have a pair of pants that are my favorite basketball shorts from an ex that I'm never giving back. Uh they're my pants now (laughs) um up until December my most serious high school boyfriend gave me a laptop sticker Uh uh-huh I've had that well after we broke up because it was awesome it was a picture of Avatar Aang and when Uh you opened the laptop the 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 arrow glowed blue I remember that one yeah that was a present from him so I was like I'm keeping this Oh yeah, it's
0: a solid present. We don't you give just disassociate back it where you got it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, but the story behind this guy. So that Valentine's Day was actually the day that we had to put down our dog Roxy uh-huh. because she she was like three and a half and she kept having grand mal seizures,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is about when if they have epilepsy, that's about when the dogs are going to start having severe symptoms. Oh. And we just did not have a household where it would be safe for her to continue to have seizures because we just had, you know, all the heavy equipment and everything. So that morning we got up and took her to the vet. And then my boyfriend at the time was like, are you sure you still want to go out for Valentine's Day? I was like, yes, please. I need to go out for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So we went out to dinner and I don't remember where. But then we went back to the university campus Mm -hmm. and he gave me the tardigrade and a diamond necklace. Wow. Uh Uh-huh, which I still have that, too. I don't wear it too often because that one feels a little weird, but because it's like a little heart. That's a nice necklace. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went and saw the play in the Edwards Black Box Theater, and so we were sitting up in the stands, and I was holding his hand in one hand and this in the other hand, and it made (laughs) me feel a lot better. (laughs) That's actually a pretty good Valentine's Day, despite the circumstances. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he worked very hard to redeem it without, like, you know, blocking mm. out anything. So yeah, it's very good. And this was
1: uh on again, off again boyfriend.
0: This was year and a half boyfriend.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, this wasn't the one that you kept going back and forth with.
0: Yeah, no, that was middle
1: school. That. Oh, was. okay. <laughs> this was a more solid boyfriend. Yeah, the one
0: in middle school was like twelve times or something like that. Yikes! It was, well, we never really did anything. It was just like a you know, middle school of like, oh my god, we're dating. Oh my god, we're not dating. Oh my god, we're dating. <laughs> Sort of thing.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Anyway. Anyways. You want to try these first while they're still warm?
1: Yes, please. I'm very afraid.
0: I am very excited. I mean,
1: I have higher hopes from our lavender tea episode. Uh huh. Well, let's see how we like roses. <laughs> Dink. Dink.
0: <laughs> you don't like flowers, do you?
1: It kind of tastes like
0: bath. <laughs> Did you use almond milk? Yes. Okay. See, it tastes like spring to me. I can't. Go <laughs> <laughs> Can eat another croissant.
1: I don't know what it is. It um, it just has this really bad taste for me. Hmm. But I don't know what. Like, it made me cry a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? It's, um, I can't pinpoint it unless I take another sip and I don't want to take another sip. <laughs>
0: Is this like how some people taste uh, dish soap when they eat cilantro? Maybe. Is that what's happening? Because, like, roses don't have a very strong flavor to me. Like, it just tastes dainty.
1: I'm getting an incredibly strong flavor.
0: Weird. I like it. Dang it. I'm going to go in for another sip. You don't have to.
1: I need to pinpoint why I don't like it. (laughs) I think it's the milk. I think I don't like the milk in it.
0: Ah. It tastes like a plant, but not roses, huh? Something else. Maybe the fat in the almond is messing with it. Maybe I can't drink anymore. See mine tastes like if you took like a neutral cream and added the tiniest bit of vanilla and the tiniest bit of floral its It tastes like um when you drink milk after having a like a strawberry cereal in it, hmm, almost, but not as like strong as a strawberry,
1: mm-hmm. I really like it,
0: which is good because I bought too much.
1: I'm not sure what this makes me think of. I just don't like it. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm
0: so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you're crying about it. That's I don't time. want to. <laughs> <laughs> it, it made my not. eyes
1: water because it made me gag. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like it physically hurt my stomach. I'm sorry. It's okay. I like, it looks really pretty.
0: I think you might have like an allergy to plants. But I love plants. Yeah, but mint also makes you sick. Oh my god, that's true. Like physically sick. That's not
1: normal. (laughs) And my normal
0: response
1: for being allergic to things is to get sick. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I might actually be allergic to
0: it. (laughs) Maybe. You might be allergic to just general plants so are you ready to get into flowers uh how do you get in do you peel
1: back one petal at a time and then just slowly step in and just kind of like loaf in
0: yeah very carefully like oh, a little okay. fairy
1: oh uh, that's what I am I'm a little bit the fairy
0: <laughs> specifically to get into rose tea and the history of rose tea
1: I would I think I'll enjoy it more than the flavor <laughs> <laughs> hopefully
0: um, uh, so, the rose tea, as many teas, is thought to have originated in China around five thousand years ago during the Han Dynasty. Oh, my gosh, I had no idea it was that old. uh-huh, wow, very old, and it was known as the I think it's Megui Megui, possibly oh, it is Megui, I was right, okay, oh nice.
1: Now, if you say that with a French accent, it's mei oui, (laughs) mei oui."
0: So, rose tea was also known as mei-gui, or the queen of flowers in China.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That's beautiful. And like most uh, plant-based drinks and foods and whatnot, it was used for medicinal purposes at the time. Oh, okay. They specifically used uh, clothes buds, while we used rose petals in ours. Mm Mm-hmm. But they thought that it aided in digestive issues and could nourish the skin. Why is it that everything that's supposed to help with digestion and stomach things? I don't like. <laughs> Maybe your digestive system just doesn't like. Maybe. Because you don't like pepto either, right? I don't I re- I've refused to try it. <laughs> Why? Because
1: it makes my mom sick. Oh, okay. And she and I have very similar stomachs, although I can take Mucinex and she can't. So maybe I could take it. It's just artificially
0: pink and it scares me. Ah, (laughs) it's just it's just the bismuth, right? Mm. Yeah, bismuth for your tummy is what ASAP Science says. The thought is and the the consensus is that the rose tea and the rose buds and petals would have been traded through the Middle East and Africa and eventually Europe on the Silk Road. Mm hmm. But rose cultivation was also very popular in Persia, which is like modern day Iran area, Middle East.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but it was more for aesthetics than and rose water than making rose tea.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people don't like rose water.
0: I think it's hit or miss. Like you either have to like the floral or you don't like the floral.
1: But that's the thing. I typically like the floral. Like I loved the Earl Grey Lavender. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite gins is Bombay Sapphire, and it's heavy on floral.
0: Maybe you need to try it again without the milk. So in Europe, roses were associated in Greek mythology with Aphrodite, who is the goddess of love. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why people think that roses are specifically associated with love and romantic gestures and everything like that.
1: That makes sense.
0: But we'll get into that a little bit more later. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to that. Um, in the roman empire roses were used as decorum and to represent people who were royalty or just generally wealthy oh and one of my favorite facts that i learned is cleopatra was said to have used the smell of roses to seduce mark antony <laughs> according to what i read from a couple different websites um they said that in like her bed chambers and Mm -hmm. in all the rooms where she would meet with him it's not like an official meeting room but anywhere they would meet she would have the floor covered in rose petals so that he would associate the smell with her and whenever he would go back to Rome or anywhere else he would smell rose petals and think of her that's smart which is like I don't know if it was that much thought or if it was just like I want my room to smell nice because a guy's coming over but
1: I mean, that's what I do. I used to spray my room down with body spray if I was to have one of my guy friends over. I'd be like, I don't want him to think I smell bad.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much uh, strategizing Cleopatra did in every little thing that she did. So, I don't know. But either way, she was said to have a lot of rose petals. I also found a lot of information from Time Magazine. Surprisingly, okay. So. I have a I have a quote from them because it was easier just to read the quote. So they said the early popularization of this practice being specifically associating roses with Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. is credited to Lady Mary Wortley Montague, the wife of a British ambassador to Turkey in the 18th century. And they said basically that she was so enthralled by a Turkish version of flower language Mm -hmm. and like using different flowers to communicate different things that she kept writing Home to England about it in like Mm 1716-ish. And she described the Turkish tradition as a way of assigning meaning to objects in order to send secret love letters. Then uh, later in 1763, she published the letters and wrote... There is no color, no flower, no weed, no fruit, herb, pebble, or feather that has not a verse belonging to it. And you may quarrel, reproach, or send letters of passion, friendship, or civility, or even of news without ever inking your fingers.
1: I love that. I've actually heard of that before. I did know that flowers had meanings, like like Easter lilies or peace.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you also send them to you said peace lilies for when there's a death in the family right yes so there I think they represent death um carnations have a very special meaning to me but I can't go into that much detail about it because it has to do with coyote
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but I do know that flowers have a lot of meanings I didn't realize how specific it was and how detailed it was though
0: mm-hmm. that's really cool you know what's you know what's even better what she was wrong what
1: what do you mean (laughs) that's not how turkish flower language worked at all oh well i've heard of it (laughs) you've heard of it because of her oh but i I was wrong
0: You're not wrong. We have now recreated it and it's now a correct thing. Oh, okay. But in her time, the way she was referring to it as if it's something she discovered was incorrect. Oh, wait. So what did it actually, What what is actual Turkish flower meaning? <laughs> so in Turkey, the flowers themselves didn't really carry specific meaning. It was more about ha- the act of giving or presenting them. Oh, So it's more similar to, like, when you buy a bouquet of flowers at the grocery store and you're like, hey, I want to give you flowers as, like, a congratulations or to say I love you or something like that. Not, I bought you this flower because it means this. Ah.
1: Hi, I got you this lilac because it means that your tummy's been upset and I want you to feel better. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But if I got you a carnation, then it's for your headache.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um. In a more modern book called The Language of Flowers, A History by Beverly Seaton. Mm-hmm. She said the significance of the objects is not symbolic, but relates to words that rhyme with the object's name. Can I have examples? And then I couldn't find any more information on that. All right. Perfect. Yep. Because I don't have the book. Maybe I'll find the book and just read that section at some point. Okay. And we can expand later. But she was basically saying it's not so much that the flower itself had something, but they would just kind of do like wordplay with the flower or just have a flower to have a flower. All right. Yep. I'm so glad you didn't scroll that far down in my notes because right after that paragraph is just, but she was wrong in all caps. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did not scroll down quite there. Actually, <laughs> it was really funny. Cause you go, what's really funny is, and then I scrolled down and it said wrong. And I was like, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, in 1819, so about a century later, Charlotte de Latour published mm-hmm. "uh the language de language, language. the language de fleur, mm-hmm. de fleur," uh in France, which then served as a dictionary for flower language, which is more of the basis of what you were thinking of oh. a whole variety of flowers having different meanings. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's legit because it's more than two centuries old. <laughs> Is that would make something legit? Absolutely. <laughs> well, as a, as a custom and a practice, I would think so. Okay. Like, you know. So people aren't legit until they're two centuries dead. Well, they could be legit before that. But if it's lasted for two centuries, then it can't not be legit. Ah, uh, yes. You feel? Yeah. I yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could be legit younger than that. But <laughs> it has withstood two centuries of time.
1: You know, I think people thought that the Earth was flat for a lot longer. (laughs) Yeah, but we've
0: changed it. And now it's legit. Exactly. Oh, I
1: understand how this works (laughs) now. Okay. Now you're you're picking up on it. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) more about longevity like Mm. if we said tomorrow I'm gonna decide that pine trees are evil I don't think it's as legit as giving flowers a meaning you know
1: (laughs) unless it's two centuries later and turns out pine trees actually are plotting our demise
0: have you seen the Tolkien quote that was um how it was uh, when you're in the forest it's just you and the trees and somebody said uh I can't tell if that's like supposed to be calming or threatening and it said that's (laughs) entirely up to the trees
1: (laughs) no that but I love that. And somebody
0: was like JRR Tolkien. Be like.
1: <laughs> Side note: I
0: really want to embroider a Hobbit hole. Mm. You should. Mm-hmm. I really want to. It'd be so cute. Did I send you the TikTok of how somebody redid their entire basement to be a Hobbit hole? No.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll see if I can find it again. It was a while ago, but. Uh, for our try.
1: listeners, just an update in my personal life: I'm obsessed with Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit again. So. <laughs> We're we're just slowly migrating out of cottage core and into fantasy cottage core, mm-hmm. like more specific.
0: I migrated from cottage core to Harry Potter, which is a combination between cottage core and dark academia. Oh, that's true. So I'm like right in the middle of it. I contemplated getting heavy gold frames to hang in my office. Ooh, do it. I might. I'm gonna have to go to antique stores and Goodwill and stuff, though, because I'm not paying that much for. it. Wait, did you
1: see? Did you send me the TikTok where they had these old, fr- the old frame gallery wall? Yeah. It looks
0: so nice, but with a bunch of nerdy paintings in it. Yes. Like one of uh, Kylo Ren with the scars on his face, but he's in like a very formal portrait pose. Uh huh. There's a bunch of landscapes. I'm describing it for listeners because I know what you know, but. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. This is very good.
1: Uh, we'll try to post a link to that TikTok question <laughs> mark? Maybe. Oh, we can just uh, duet it on our TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can, yeah, yeah.
0: But we got to remember to do that on the 13th. Write that down, write that down. <laughs> write that down, write that down. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to go add it to the calendar. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like ready for another cup of that. I really like it. Well, I have one right here if you'd like it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I have plenty. Thank you. I think it reminds me of what I'd think
1: Uh. dishwater... Would taste like after putting soap in it. Okay. I don't know. It tastes very dirty.
0: I have no idea why. I don't know what that means. Okay. So anyway, um, the Victorian era brought with it some color coding for roses specifically. Specifically roses? Yep. How many colors of roses are there? <laughs> well, like you can artificially color them too. Oh, good point. I didn't think of that. But it brought with it associated meanings for each color. Okay. So, uh, and I put in my notes, like lightsabers, because (laughs) lightsabers also have meaning in the different colors.
1: Are purple uh, roses ambiguous,
0: too? (laughs) Maybe. I have, uh, just to go through a list, red, which Mm -hmm. mean true love and passion, and are used most often for Valentine's Day and tea. uh, pink is for desire passion joy and friendship Ooh. yellow is for friendship hope and jealousy what it's like a backhanded friendship (laughs) um (laughs) white is for innocence purity and virtue Hmm. and then you can get more specific so like if you mix red and white roses it means unity if you have specifically a light pink rose, it can mean grace. And if you have a dark pink rose, it can mean thankfulness. A medium pink rose can mean happiness. A lavender rose means enchantment or love at first sight. Oh. hmm uh, A coral rose can also mean desire. An orange rose means fascination. Okay. A peach rose means modesty and immortality. And mixed colored roses, according to floranext.com, is your everything to me. <laughs> I I could see where they're getting that from. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's really cute. Right? Like I always, I know that there had been color-coded for different roses, because we always got the wooden roses. And the guy that I bought them from works was explaining them. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen the wooden ones? I think so. Where they shave the wood really thin and they just make a little rose out of it? Oh, are you talking
1: about the little sweetgrass roses?
0: They're similar, but they're a little different.
1: I don't think I've ever seen specifically made out of of wood. I only know the ones they give in like downtown Charleston. Yeah. They're made of like sweetgrass baskets.
0: The wooden ones are more like the buds themselves are closer to like a just blooming rose. Oh, okay. And they shave it basically into pieces of wood like that. And then they kind of glue or adhere them all around each other. Oh, that's
1: cool. No, Mm -hmm. I've never seen that.
0: They're very nice. I might try to find another one sometime. Okay. Um, But anyway, and then the time.com or the time magazine said the production of roses exploded in the 19th century through England, France, and America. And of course, us being America came up with our own rose called American Beauty or the Millionaire's Rose.
1: Can I just say they missed out on a really good pun? Uh Uh-huh. They should have said the production of roses bloomed. in in the 19th
0: century come on get with the times time (laughs) the punny times (laughs) okay anyways anyway um so roses with valentine's day specifically um valentine's day started in the 14th century Mm -hmm. for saint valentine (laughs) huh (laughs) the
1: 14th and the 14th century
0: Uh Uh (laughs) uh-huh um but when it first started knights would show their love for the for the ladies by performing services of nobility and chivalry with handwritten love notes which are now modern day greeting cards (coughs) wow with little puns like they're super manufactured just like ha ha shrek am i right anyway here's a piece of candy i rough you a lot woof woof (laughs) Um, roses are estimated to have joined the Valentine's Day party in the 17th century uh, especially because of their association with Aphrodite or the Roman equivalent Venus okay and according to Time Magazine more than 250 million roses are produced per year just for Valentine's Day oh as of 2018 mm-hmm. That's a insane. lot for one day so uh that's all I have on like the history of roses and Valentine's Day. Okay. Then I have for our rose tea uh it's exactly what it sounds like where mm-hmm. you take water and you add some rose petals or buds and then you make tea. Mm. Mhm. And we made ours with frothed milk. Mm-hmm. Which I really like. <laughs> and I uh despise it. <laughs> Put it nicely. <laughs> Um typically t- rose tea can be made from a few species of rose but um they could be made from all sorts so like healthline talks about they could be made from Rosa alba, Rosa centifolia, Rosa damascena, Rosa gallica or Rosa Ragusa, which oh. yeah, Ragusa. Mm-hmm. rugosa which is yeah, rugosa. R u g o s a. Rugosa. ragosa
1: i would say rugosa.
0: Um but that's the one that's traditionally used in Chinese medicine
1: rosa nina rosa pinta rosa santa maria (laughs) Maria. (laughs) Um,
0: and the flavor changes depending on which rose you use so some of them are bitter and some of them are sweet Hmm. betty bought a bitter rose (laughs) that's it yep she
1: couldn't do anything with it it was just bitter
0: nope and of course i cannot talk about a tea without mentioning any uh, potential health benefits. Yes. And there's a big asterisk over this one because this is all potential health benefits. None of it is uh, potential. Potential. None of it is confirmed by science.
1: Okay.
0: So to go to the classic, our most trusted, our most valued WebMD. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I
0: used Wikipedia in my last one, so. <laughs> um, according to WebMD, the rose tea was used in Chinese medicine at. Or chi- yeah as chinese medicine like i said before uh, mm-hmm. for stomach and digestive problems but also for fatigue and improving sleep for irritability and mood swings mm. and for menstrual cramps and menopausal symptoms
1: so when your lady is cranky just shove a rose in her face and she all better
0: or down her throat yep yep how's it taste <laughs> <laughs> um they, I to quote WebMD. Modern studies have offered some scientific evidence to support these claims, but more research is needed. <laughs> Thanks, WebMD.
1: Thank you, WebMD. At least they're, uh, at least they're um, honest.
0: Hmm. Um, a little bit more legitimate though. Rose petals are a good source of vitamin C mm-hmm. for your immune system, iron, calcium, vitamin A vitamin E and phytonutrients which are heavy in antioxidants um so to go down the train as we always do the phytonutrients could (laughs) potentially protect your body from cancer (laughs) oh good perfect (laughs) um another quote from WebMD some scientists believe that getting enough of these in your diet can reduce the risk of cancer by up to 40 percent wow to which I ask who are these scientists because WebMD will never tell
1: On a side note, can we call calcium calcium
0: because milk? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Calcium. 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 That's all. (laughs) Shut the thought. (laughs) Another benefit of rose tea or rose petals is that they are caffeine free, sugar free, unless you add sugar, and calorie free. Wow, really? Mm -hmm. so I could just eat some roses and no calories so long as they are food grade oh yeah I should have mentioned that before that we specifically got food grade rose petals
1: yes I drove all the way downtown for them oh that reminds me I need to give a little shout out to the spice and tea exchange lady yeah her name was Charlotte and I called her I was like hey do y'all have this specifically she said yes as a matter of fact so you don't have to park you just call when you get here, Uh, buy it over the phone, and we'll bring it out to your car. I was like, thank you so much. It's so great. <laughs> right? <laughs> because I don't know if anyone's been downtown in Charleston, but parking is a nightmare mm-hmm. always. And it's always under construction. So I'm in like the main drag, and they're like, we'll just bring it to you. I was like, thank you.
0: <laughs> and that's, that's exactly awesome. what they did. Nice. Mine, um, I believe the woman that was helping me was named Roseanne. That's funny. Yep. (laughs) um, I think that was her name. I could be wrong. But I got five ounces of rose petals so that I could have a bunch of caffeine-free tea and also try to make a rose syrup. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, next time, if you want to call ahead, we'll just have it all packaged up for you ahead of time. And we'll take care of it. Or she said, um, we actually buy it from the vendor by the pound. So if you wanted it by the pound, you call us up and the owner will just buy you a bag from the vendor for a pound. And I was That's like, oh, awesome. okay, cool. Thanks. I don't know if I'm going to need that much, but I appreciate the offer. They are really helpful. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're very sweet. Oh, and um, so I probably ended up buying. Let me think through this. There's 11 and... I bought about $60 worth of stuff Mm -hmm. for 40 bucks. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because she was like, hey, if you have a minute, we can ring this up as two transactions and I'll get you $10 off because of your membership. And then we'll ring all the rose petals up together and you'll get those half off too.
1: That's so nice of her. Thank you. (laughs) You're like, I understand your needs and I appreciate your value.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, back to health benefits. (laughs) Uh, Healthline backed up a lot of the claims that WebMD made specifically for the phytonutrients or the antioxidants Mm -hmm. that it's caffeine free. And they actually also said that it may alleviate menstrual pain. Interesting. So I may be trying that soon. (laughs) (laughs) Soon. (laughs) Soon. (laughs) Um, I hope it works. Healthline also pointed out that if you drink a lot of rose tea, you'll be hydrated. Because water? <laughs> yep. Which, I mean, it's not like a negligible thing. It's just not because it's rose tea. It's just because you're drinking something. <laughs> but. Thank you, Healthline. You know, what? whatever they got to do, I guess. Um. So, yeah, that's that's all I had on roses. It's pretty short and sweet. Aha! Aha! But, <laughs> but I think it, it was a pretty good fit for our Valentine's Day episode this year. I so. thought it was lovely. Mm-hmm. I learned so much and learned I knew so little. (laughs) I am interested to see if you try the rose tea again without milk, if you like it anymore.
1: I will give it another try just for you. You don't have to. I will. Okay. (laughs) Bet.
0: (laughs) Um, I do have a quiz for you. Okay. And you do have to open the quiz. Okay. All pictures. But it is from BuzzFeed. Design a living room to discover which rose matches your personality. Oh, I will let
1: you do the clicking so that it doesn't automatically jump me to the answer.
0: Okay. So first, choose a sofa. Three of the four sofas are gray. So I hope you like gray (laughs) because the fourth one is orange, like a burnt orange. Oh, my God. So the first one is probably an older style where it has the armrests that kind of flow up into the back of the couch. And it has that look of uh, buttons pressed Mm -hmm. into it. The, The next one is just like a normal, modern style, wooden peg leg, orange couch. The third one is similar, but gray and looks a little bit squishier. Like the, the second one is very something you would see in a hotel. The third one's something you'd see in like a college room almost where it's like got that nice squish to it. There's also a man diving onto it. Oh, that's what that is. Those yep. are legs. Those are feet. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a bar of like dark blue and I was like, yeah, that's a thing.
1: There's like a man in PJs diving onto this couch, but you can only see lower chest down.
0: Mm-hmm. I think there's also a dog hiding behind the first one. Like peeking over the Oh, no, it's a
1: cat. It's sitting on the top. Oh, it's a cat? Ah. Yeah. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. So the first one has a cat with it. Um, and the last. Animals one, are important. The last one reminds me of like very European love seat style. Mm-hmm. Where it has like a tall back on it that almost looks like a, a seashell, that scallopy look. Yeah. And then it doesn't have armrest. So.
1: It reminds me of a waiting room chair. <laughs> yeah. Like of yeah. a really nice, like, OBGYN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with the really squishy couch with the guy jumping on it.
0: Okay. So the next one is what color is this room? You basically have a sage green,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a kind of like a brownish pink color. I would call it tan. Like tan. Yeah. They have pink flowers in front of it, which is throwing me off. Yeah. So it's not helping going to go all. tan. Um, then they have a. Bright sea foam color and an off white, yeah, like grayish off white.
1: I think I'm gonna go with sage. Okay, I really like sage. Mm-hmm.
0: Per my one of my are... quiz results, yes, my walls are almost that off white color currently. Yeah. So, um, then you're going to choose a green plant. You have a palm-looking plant, <laughs> a stereotypical leafy house plant. With a snake plant next to it. Yes, but the snake plant is not included. This is not a buy one, get one free. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Because the next one, it's not a snake plant, but it has similar leaves that are just a little bit looser. Yeah, it's probably related. Mm -hmm. And then that last one is, it looks like some kind of succulent kind of Yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure it's some kind of air plant.
0: And I think it might be toxic to cats. Oh, man. But you can pick it, because this is fictional. Oh, good point.
1: In my living room, my cat doesn't eat my plants.
0: He does not? Or he does?
1: Uh, My fake one. Ah. I am going to go with the big leaf plant, the top right.
0: Okay. Boink. Next, choose a painting. Ooh, it's so pretty. Your options are a pink flower that takes up the entire canvas that looks like it would match the couch uh, that's sitting in the waiting room. It's kind of like a Georgia O'Keeffe. Yeah, kind of. Um, there's another one that is a little more abstract. It looks like one of those canvases where you melt the crayons across it in rainbows. Yeah. Like a little bit more, like, cohesive. Then you have a, it looks like acrylic or oil-style painting of, like, a, a plastered and brick wall with uh-huh. some plants and, like, a red door. And then you have a baby blue and pink... Um, what's that called where you, it's like where you drop the oils on it and you let them spread around naturally
1: it's like where you l- like pour white paint onto the canvas and then a bunch of other colors and you just kind of tilt the canvas around
0: yeah it's one of those yeah i it don't looks know if like it call had that. some kind of air bubbles going in it too oh usually they drop.
1: you throw like salt or something on it yeah um so anyway i'm going to go with the courtyard looking one with the shrubs in the door nice
0: now, choose a clock. Sure. You have a very modern office, plain looking clock. There's a very ornate clock that's yellow and hanging off the side of a building with like <clears> a whole <throat> little stand thing going on, it mm-hmm. has a flower on it. There's a black marble clock that doesn't have any numbers on it, it's just gold arms. <laughs> and you have a clock that is just 12 dots and two sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I hate all of these.
1: <laughs> if i could combine certain aspects of them i think i'd be a lot happier
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think we're gonna go with the one with the dots just okay. because it at least has time separators i really wish the marble one had time separators
0: mm-hmm. i couldn't
1: tell you if that's 415 or
0: 315 it's 415 okay well there you go i can not read it <laughs> um next choose a tv stand mm-hmm. so you have a White TV stand that also has like wood accents on it, so like the legs and the support is wood and little handles are wood with Mm -hmm. two cabinet doors. You have another white TV stand with two cabinet doors that has no handles and everything on it is white. You have a wooden TV stand that has like little legs sticking off the side and it has uh, looks like some drawers and cabinets, a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have a five across storage cube stand
1: with like a wee fit sitting on top of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah some kind of device (laughs) i'm gonna go with that mounted i'm gonna go with that first one uh with the with the cupboards things Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call those it looks really cute
0: it's actually pretty similar to the tv stand that i have
1: yeah (laughs) i was like this (laughs) looks really classy like it came from ikea Mm
0: -hmm. came from amazon
1: oh um
0: next choose a rug Ugh. You have your standard ornamental, uh, older style, red and blue and gold rug. You have a modern style rug that has just a bunch of lines and a very concise pattern. It looks like a maze you'll never escape. Mm-hmm. You have another rug that looks like a weird fence. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that. I need to zoom out. It's like it just has the pattern on it, and it looks like black lines across. It looks like it's on a plaster wall is what it looks like with that texture. Yeah. Um, And then the next one is that same kind of ornamental, very flowery, old style art, but it's on a black rug with gold and blue and green accents.
1: Yeah. We're going to go with the never ending maze. (laughs) I I just. These are
0: awful. That's the least (laughs) offensive rug there. Mm hmm. Whoa, lights! You- oh, oh my god! Ah, finally, choose some lights. You have a very fancy chandelier. You have ki- the ones that you usually see in the kitchen that are like a nice gold finish and they're just hanging. I don't know what they're called, but I
1: could see that hanging over my
0: Chili's table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you have like the old wrought iron style with the exposed bulb. Hmm. And then you have what looks like it's a bunch of bulbs and various lights that are also hanging next to plants. I'm definitely going with the plants.
1: Mhm. Um I would love the little exposed bulbs on my porch. Yeah. Not in my living room.
0: Mhm. But I get. You you reflect warmth, friendship and joy. You are a yellow rose.
1: Oh, I like that. Yay! Yay. Wait, can you tell me what you pick just real fast and then I'll tell you what yours is?
0: Yes. Okay. I am going to pick the squishy sofa. Okay. Then I'm going to do the off-white because it's just about the same color as my room. Okay. Then I'm going to do uh, probably the bottom left plant that looks almost like a snake plant because I like the yellow. I'm going to also do the courtyard painting.
1: Isn't it so pretty?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I'm looking for to actually get. I've been looking for stuff for the living room. with my Oh, okay. Money. I actually, out of those clocks, I think I like the yellow one the most. Okay. Like, I might get it and then remove the rest of that frame and just use the <laughs> yellow clock. <laughs> um, I'm going to do the top left TV stand because it's what I own. Yep. I am going to do the same rug that you did with the maze because it's just the best option. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And the lights, surprisingly, I'm going to do the gold lights on the top right. Interesting. Because when I look at the plants, I just see a bunch of leaves falling all over my floor that I have to clean up. (laughs) What is it? Oh, boy. You reflect warmth, friendship, and joy. (laughs) You're a yellow rose. (laughs) We are yellow roses. I love it. We're all yellow roses.
1: We all live in a yellow
0: little rose. Oh. yellow little rose. A yellow
1: little rose. So anyway, that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we doing next? I don't know. I always put you on the spot because we record my episode second. So it's always like, <laughs> figure it out um
1: maybe I'll do a special to me episode okay because that's almost my birthday
0: yeah we could try to make like a birthday cake coffee
1: oh that'd be interesting Mm -hmm. actually there is confetti cake creamer
0: ah I don't know if I'd like it I don't know either I do not like sprinkles or if (laughs) we try to make a coffee flavored cake so coffee cake no not coffee cake (laughs) We could make a coffee cake. cake. We could make a coffee cake.
1: We'll think about it. We'll figure it out. We don't know what's next. We have to do our brainstorming session. We'll get there. We'll get back to you. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, in the meantime, (laughs) thank you all so, so much for listening. We hope whether you are in a relationship or on your own or doing whatever, that you have a fantastic Valentine's Day. Don't let the stigma of Valentine's Day put you down the pooper
1: yep cuz it's it's a day for self-care if mm-hmm. not romance
0: yep you do the romance i'll do the self-care and we'll we'll cover everything yeah yeah um as always all of our sources are in the episode notes <laughs> that includes the research sources the recipe and the quiz to go see what color rose you are let oh, us know yeah. if you're also a yellow rose
1: if you're in the yellow rose club Yeah, tell us if the only answer is actually yellow rose. Yes. (laughs) Uh, You can also find uh, our podcast at webrewgood.podbean.com. That's webrewgood.podbean.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I also learned recently that Spotify can now do ratings. Oh, yeah um the more ratings we get soon you'll be able to leave comments so please please go give us a five-star rating uh i do believe our friend kwan gave us a five-star rating so thank you so much kwan we love uh-huh. you very much i'm so happy that we can start
0: your mornings off with a giggle yeah i think um i think devin also left a five-star rating thank you devin uh-huh we have such good friends we appreciate y'all so much Mm-hmm. On a similar note, you can also find us on other social (laughs) media, like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at WeBrewGood or you could send us over an email at WeBrewGood at gmail.com because we would love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, maybe we don't know what we're doing uh, on February 27th when our next episode comes out, but maybe you have an idea Mm -hmm. because maybe it's your birthday too! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) So let us know.
0: And um... Don't, don't forget to treat your guinea pig well this Valentine's Day.
1: Yes. Make sure you make it a three-course meal with mm-hmm. bruschetta with a, a peach chutney. I think that's what it was actually called. I don't Ooh. remember. Maybe. Um, steak, if it's into that kind of thing. Maybe it's vegetarian. So a Timothy hay steak. Mm-hmm. And uh, some fruits and veggies because guinea pigs love blueberries and veggies
0: and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, a cute little stuffed animal buddy and lots yes. of hand holding. Yes. And maybe a diamond necklace.
1: Yes, honestly. I think all <laughs> guinea pigs deserve a diamond necklace. What are you doing?
0: Absolutely. You don't have a diamond necklace for your guinea pig yet?
1: Uh, I know I'm the worst owner ever. <sighs>
0: uh, I'm going to get Toulouse a diamond necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Get him a little diamond collar. Oh, yeah. And then he'll shove it behind the TV and you'll never see it again. True story. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Stay stay brutal. brutal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and love yourself. Yeah, that too. Okay, bye. (laughs)
0: Okay, bye.